Gossipnista here, your one and only source into the real lives of New Yorkers and what it's like to live in New York City. So is it all glitz and glamour? Where do you start? What should you know? And who am I? I'll tell you everything you need to know and you'll thank me for it. XOXO, Gossipnista. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Gossip Nista podcast. I'm your host, Mariana Monks. And on today's episode, I have one of my favorite people on the show, Shiloh Frederick, who's known as Shiloh in the City Online. And let me just say that Shiloh is a different kind of native New Yorker, one who has a background in journalism, storytelling, NYC history, and is also certified as a city tour guide you're most often going to find Shiloh sharing unique perspectives on all NYC boroughs, not just Manhattan, because she hates that that is the common norm, while also introducing you to off-the-beaten-path fun things to do in the city and sharing unique history facts throughout her work on Shiloh in the City. In our conversation, Shiloh is going to open up about her relationship and upbringing in the city, which is a little different, and why she sees herself as an outsider in a way, almost having a tourist-like perspective because of her upbringing. She'll also dive into fun things to do in all five boroughs, not just one, but all five. So get your pen and paper out for that. She's going to talk about some facts of the city that you may or may not want to hear. I think it involves alligators in the sewers and roaches and a lot of things here. And she's also going to open up about how she's fully committing to her passion project, which is Shiloh in the City. And I'm so excited for her. And it may sound like our conversation is like two old friends, which we have known each other for a while, but this was our first time connecting for the podcast and me getting to know her story. So I'm happy that you guys get to hear this. There's going to be a lot of laughs, a lot of mention of some unique stories that you can actually only get on Shiloh's Instagram and through following her at Shiloh in the City. So be sure to connect with her. Without further ado, here is my conversation with my friend Shiloh Frederick. gosh we're finally meeting I know we are like not face to face but you know all right everyone I I mean I think I say this often where I say I'm excited I'm excited for every guest but I I mean I can't tell you you know ear to ear smile I had all day thinking about this particular interview with none other than Shiloh in the city Shiloh how are you doing today hi I am so excited to be here you have no idea this is long time listener first time caller (laughs) I love how you said that. Long time listener, first time caller. It's like, it's like we're on a radio show, but really it's a podcast. Oh my gosh, Shiloh. Yes. Just, just to give some context to our relationship. We've had a long time online relationship, right? Like social media. Um, and guys, when I tell you that Shiloh has been one of the reasons why this podcast has continued and, you know, just an inspiration to me and, and so so much so that like, I can't tell you how excited again I am to have you. <laughs> oh, you're touching my heart. <laughs> Girl, are you really crying? Don't cry because I'll cry because I'm really crying. <laughs> All right. So it's going to be a good podcast, everyone. Um, Shiloh, you know, you know the drill. I, you, you've listened to the podcast. I have tons of questions and I may have added so many more just because it's you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I am, I'm ready for them. All right. So the first question that I like to start off with is, are, are you originally from New York City, Shiloh? Are you a native? Give us the background on that. Yeah, yeah, I am. I was born and raised in Brooklyn, specifically in Flatlands, which is mm-hmm. no one knows where Flatlands is. Well, explain it to us. Like, give us like, if you can, the best, you know. Um... So Flatlands is like a really quiet residential neighborhood in the South eastern part of Brooklyn Mm -hmm. it's like right uh north of Marine Park to the 
east of Flatbush, which is okay. the neighborhood that everyone knows. Flatlands. Uh, actually, when you were saying Flatlands, I was thinking Flatbush. Exactly. So, yeah, people do. <laughs> okay, so I'm glad you're defining this. Okay, can you give us more context to like other surrounding neighborhoods that might like click a bell for us somewhere? Yeah, so it's right between Flatbush and East Flatbush, but further east is Canarsie. Okay, and then to okay. the south of it's Marine Park. Yeah, it's not... It's, it's a residential neighborhood surrounded by more residential neighborhoods. So it's okay, just really that. quiet. It's like a mile yeah. away from the closest subway station. So I felt like I grew up in kind of like the suburbs of Brooklyn. Suburbia in a way, right? I in mean, a way, but, yeah. But your backyard, your accessibility was yeah. like what everyone dreams of, right? You got Yeah, like, of like I, I had an actual backyard, <laughs> a front yard <laughs> and like a driveway. It's like that part of Brooklyn. Okay, okay, there you go. Oh my God, I'm, I'm like, not many people think of this, right? When they're thinking of New York, um, New York City overall. So, I mean, okay, so tell us about your upbringing as a native New Yorker from, you know, Flatlands to just, yeah. just give us a little overview. I'm from a immigrant family. My mom immigrated to New York in the late 70s, I want to say 1979 from mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Grenada, which is this tiny island in the Caribbean. Yes. And by that time, uh, when she ended up living in Flatlands with my godmother, that neighborhood had already transitioned over from being, I think it was like an Irish kind of neighborhood, but it transitioned into being a Caribbean neighborhood. So this grew up like a lot of Caribbean people, Caribbean food, mm-hmm. went to school with a lot of Caribbean people, but I didn't really venture out much into like wider New York. Like Ooh, I knew, okay. I knew museums were a thing. I knew like New York was supposedly fun, but I don't know any of that. I just like went to school, went to the grocery store, yeah, from my block. Like all the cool things you think about New York City was kind of like an abstract idea to me. That's so crazy. Okay, so were you riding public transportation, the bus? Because you said that the nearest subway was far, so not that, I assume, right? Yeah, so lots of buses, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't really take the subway along until, until becoming an adult, really. There you <laughs> I go, feel okay. Like, I feel That's like I the question. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. Well, I, I, I love this different perspective, right? Because it's like you lived in Brooklyn and New York City and you were in a more suburban area where, you know, you didn't leave your neighborhood as much until when? That's the question. What age did you start evolving into the city or start getting out on your own, getting on the subway and so forth? I actually spent, so it's a little complicated because I went to high school um, and college in Massachusetts. So I went to boarding school in Massachusetts and stayed there for college. Okay. So, but I, of course I came home on holidays and summers. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So part of my upbringing was there as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so wow. I feel like I kind of have a little bit of an outsider's perspective. If, so I kind of viewed New York as someone, I wouldn't say like a transplant, but like someone who's not completely familiar with it. Mm. That kind of plays into my outlook of it. So everything is fresh, new perspective. Not necessarily yeah fresh but not new not new yeah okay okay oh this is making so much sense as to you know who you are and 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 what you represented to the Shiloh that I know and you're a different breed of New Yorker you know and it's 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 an inviting one it's and I'm not trying to say that's not what New York is but like (laughs) you know what I mean um like I just felt like you accepted an outsider like me, like right off the bat, um, you know, my podcast and so forth. And uh, and now I see why, because, you know, you yourself kind of left the city, even though you grew up in the city and then you came back to the city and you had this like want to want to rediscover it and, and yeah. have a relationship with it. So yeah. that's where I was, period, coming into the city. It's like, I need to discover it and have a relationship with and understand it more. So, okay. So you went to Boston, Massachusetts, like, Oh no, no, not, not Boston. I was in Western Mass. Yeah. Western Mass. Yeah. There you go. Okay. But you know, it's still like a different state. So um, how does it differentiate from New York? And again, and then let's bring it back to New York when you got here. It was, Oh my gosh. Western Mass is so quiet. It's beautiful though. I kind of, at this time of the year in the fall, I miss it mm, so much. I'm sure. Oh, it's so pretty. Yeah. Like, I went to 
high school in Pittsfield. So that's in the Berkshires and the mountains. And then I went to college in, um, at Mount Holyoke. So that's in the Pioneer Valley. Wow. So gorgeous, but there's like nothing to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no offense to it but there's nothing <laughs> so the whole time I was there I was just missing New York but now that I'm back here I'm like oh I miss how picturesque <laughs> <laughs> it always works that way right like you want what you don't have and so forth and okay I actually didn't end up learning much about I didn't know anything about New York mm-hmm. until I went to college which makes mm. no <laughs> that's sense that's crazy yeah okay like, also I, I took this course called um it was basically a course about New York City history. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be a breeze. It was my junior year of college. I thought this was going to be so easy. I'm from New York. I, I should know everything. All going to be in the back of my mind. I knew nothing. Everything wow. was brand new to me. Okay, That made me realize how interesting the city was. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's so much to it. It just opened my whole world. And I just think it's so funny that I had to be in a whole nother state in order to realize how great New York was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The fact that you like took a a class, a history class, and it like, you know, opened your eyes to New York city. And and that's kind of what brought you back in a sense and what has, you know, brought you to where you are today, which we'll dive into as we move along. So you guys are going to have to wait for that specific thing, but uh, okay. So I get it. All this is clicking for me briefly. I am curious, what age did you leave um, New York? And then what age did you come back? I, you know how to, yeah. yeah. So I left at 14 because I started high school in 2009, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then came back at 22, you know, besides like coming back for mm-hmm. summers, mm-hmm. but like came back for good at 22. And you were discovering it here and there right well yeah. you came back okay okay cool perfect all right so now we know where you're coming from Shiloh I love like I didn't know this and I, I love hearing this so okay so when you came back to New York City you know your family I'm assuming is here and in, in Flatlands um, you you have a hub there but like yeah. and, and so you know did you continue to like kind of live there or did you venture out on your own and what neighborhoods and what places have you lived in in New York City after I got my first like real big girl job Mm-hmm. I moved out to Ocean Hill, which some people in New York don't consider that to be a real neighborhood. But wait, Ocean wait, 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 <laughs> let's stop. I don't know where Ocean, I can't register it right away. So tell me where Ocean Hill's at. Brooklyn, Queens, yeah. um, it's in Brooklyn. Okay. So it's in Brooklyn. It's, it's like sandwiched between a lot of other neighborhoods. So it's sandwiched between Bed-Stuy, kind of bordering Bushwick. And then on the other side of it, it's... um. Brownsville and Crown Heights, I want to say. Okay. Okay. I know all those. Yeah. All those neighborhoods right between Mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. don't really, some people don't think it's a real neighborhood, but it's on the map. So it it can. Okay. So there you go. We just learned something new. Ocean Hill. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then you, you moved to Ocean Hill. Yeah. I only stayed there for about six months. Okay. Yeah. It was like right before the pandemic. And then I went back to Flatlands during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then? Well, now I live in Inwood and I've been here for almost a year and a half. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So you went from Brooklyn and then now you're in Manhattan, Mm -hmm. Um, like upper Manhattan is what we'd call it. Or what would you call it? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely upper Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. Just uptown. Uptown. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uptown. Okay. Amazing. All right. So um, you loving Manhattan you love in Inwood (laughs) that's actually always been on my kind of like dream bucket list things to do in my 20s to live in Manhattan Mm -hmm. somehow Mm -hmm. kid me didn't realize you know having a Manhattan partner is really expensive but yes Uh (laughs) but I somehow looked out and found like the cheapest studio (laughs) left in the city Girl, you're doing it. You're, you're living in Manhattan. And yeah, I live, mean, living my dream. <laughs> and you're exploring it and you're guiding people through it. I love it. Okay, so do you ever see yourself leaving New York again and potentially going somewhere else? <sighs> There's nowhere I really like as much. And it's, it's so such a New York thing to say, but... Mm-hmm. I can't drive. So I can't see myself surviving anywhere else. Oh my gosh. That's a question I had like for the very end. So have (laughs) have you ever driven? I mean, have you tried? Do you have a license? (laughs) I I've had a a learner's permit once, Mm -hmm. but I got so scared driving that I was like, no one should ever have me behind the wheel. So I just gave it up. 
I know I should try again, but uh, I can't. I'm too you don't scared. Have to. You don't have to. You, you live in New it, York. As long as you stay. Help. It'll help because I, I go to different boroughs all the time. Mm-hmm. And some, when you're going between like the Bronx and Queens, there's not an easy way to do it. It's just a lot easier to drive because mm. our subway system's great, but connecting any borough that's not Manhattan, it mm. doesn't do that well. Right. But the Bronx and Queens don't necessarily connect, do they? Not by subway, no. Right. Um, by freeways, they do, right. But I'm thinking like just like a big bridge. Like it's like you still have to go through the city a bit to navigate to it, right? I think the Triborough Bridge connects them, but I might be mm. wrong. Girl, girl, I wouldn't know. I don't drive, but okay, okay, we get it. We got it. like I would never drive in New York City. It scares me. And I, it's you know, so scary. <laughs> I mean, I've been told it's one of it's one of the hardest places to drive in, and I'll mm-hmm. take it for that. You know, I, I don't intend to try. So, yeah, unless you get out of there, no need to drive. All right, Shiloh. So, tell me, what is it you ultimately like and dislike about New York City? The things that come to mind first is the architecture. Oh my gosh, I love the varied architecture between the beautiful houses and the, the beautiful buildings. I love like Beaux Arts buildings, Art Deco buildings just that those old styles mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I can look at that all day ah uh, are you into architect like are, are, is that is that like a background you're in or is just like just something you grew passionate you know into so I don't have a background in it at all um mm-hmm. I know like really basic terms but it's definitely things that I, I love to look at I love watching architecture videos on YouTube mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. reading architecture books about the city but I don't know anything more than like superficial knowledge about that. Like I can tell you the history behind the building, but I can't tell you, oh, this is a, a French cornice or whatever. Right, right, I don't right, even right. think that's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll leave it to the realtors and the architects and so forth. Okay, okay. okay but no, you, you do know a lot and you've shared a lot of tidbits that I'm like, wow, you know, like these are great tidbits. Okay, so that's one thing you like. What do you dislike? You want to give a little bit more? I mean, you tell me. <laughs> It's a love-hate relationship or maybe like a love frustration relationship, Mm -hmm. but I absolutely hate how difficult housing is here. Mm -hmm. And just everything that we're building now is just luxury housing. And that's not what we need. I don't want to get too political, but Mm -hmm. uh, that irks me to no end because that's, it's not what we need at all. We we don't need a 10 million luxury apartment buildings. We need Mm -hmm. actual places that people can live in and afford yep that's that's my top pet peeve okay with you with you and that there's not so much demand for you know to try to get into and then that even puts up the price of that and so forth so yes I know what you're talking about okay you know I want to know what you think makes New York City so unique whenever I think about that there's this um, exhibit at the Museum of the City of New York that comes to mind and I Mm -hmm. think they summed it up so well Mm -hmm. and I think that exhibit's still there I think it's one of those things that's like always going to be there one of the Mm -hmm. core exhibits Mm -hmm. but it's called New York at its core I think Mm -hmm. and they break the city down into these four components and it's diversity density money and creativity Mm. and I think that sums up the city so well and it captures the essence of it Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. I think that's what makes it special I don't think I could say it any better than that I mean those are four good touch points okay so where is this located the museum again it's the uh the museum of the city of New York which is Mm -hmm. a really long title Mm -hmm. it's on museum mile on fifth avenue so it's across the street from uh, the conservatory gardens in Mm -hmm, central park mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so like 104th street there you go so go to the museum mile i've been to the guggenheim and the Met. i have not been to this one so this is good to know perfect okay noted noted and noted okay so you know specifically in your opinion i'm curious to know how you would define a native new yorker i mean that's that's like a given but like i want to hear from you i'm not talking new yorker i'm talking native Well, I think a native New Yorker is pretty straightforward. It's Mm -hmm. someone who was born in New -hmm. York, Mm -hmm. but I don't think like you don't have to be a native New Yorker in order to be a New Yorker or a Mm -hmm. real New Yorker. That's Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
And I, I've gotten into a lot of trouble online for saying that. that's a controversial topic. And, that, and so I was leading to that one, right? Like, like a native, do you think there's certain traits, personal, personality traits to, of, of a native New Yorker, you know, like, so for me, the native New Yorker is just, you happen to, it's an accident of birth. You just happen to be, to be born here. And that's not really anything that you can change, but mm-hmm. in terms of being a quote unquote, real New Yorker. Yeah, there are some, I think, I do believe that you have to have certain personality traits to survive here mm-hmm. or to at least, to at least be happy here and try and thrive here because you can totally be born here and stay here and be miserable. And this not, this isn't necessarily the city for you, but you don't want to leave. But I think people do have certain traits if they end up living in the same area, because the area kind of, it grows on you. There's a certain lifestyle. So I think New Yorkers or real New Yorkers, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, they're definitely ambitious. They're people who are dreamers because you've got to be here for a reason. You just don't, you don't come to New York just, just because, mm-hmm. unless you have a ton of money to burn. But right. definitely dreamers, people who want some sort of better life from themselves. I would say that they're also active. Like they're, they're people that, want to have fun and want to enjoy themselves because this is the place where you can find everything you're kind of you kind of have to be a little not obsessed with money but you care about it a lot you're kind of a hustler there you go yeah what what about like grit is that is that is that a requirement definitely yeah you this place is a tough place to live in you gotta have some sort of perseverance yep yep resilience perseverance grit and all of the above that you just started okay so you just define what a real New Yorker, sh- mm-hmm. you know, should have personality tra- trait wise. Um, so does that encompass just a New Yorker overall? Like those are the traits they should have. Like say I, I just moved from California and I, you know, I have these traits. Am I a New Yorker? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the question, Shiloh. Everyone wants to know, can I be a New Yorker if I get, if I have all these traits or if I, you know, so forth. And um I people will be mad at me, but I would say yes. Yeah, I think if okay, if you have the personality to live here and you choose to live here and this feels like home to you, mm-hmm. you're a New Yorker. I don't care if you've been here five minutes. Like, of course, you have to learn things about the city, but mm-hmm. if this is home, mm-hmm. you're a New Yorker. There's, there's I love no, it. There's no one that can take that away from you. I love it. And I love you for saying that. And this is why I appreciate you. So thank you. And I didn't mean to like pry that out of you. No, it's no, just, no, it's just, no. It's just such a controversial conversation, right? And mm-hmm. and you've said it so well and so eloquently in our conversation and before and so forth. So I'm just peeling those layers. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I'm definitely down to talk about that. Like you've seen, I've argued with people on the internet about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're like a, like an inviting New Yorker, one that like accepts all and everyone, because I mean, we can argue that, you know, there's some New Yorkers that will say, no, you have to be here 10 years. You have to be born here. You have to like, have gone to school here, like your whole life or uh, like at least a good amount and so forth and so forth. We can just keep hearing the list. Right. Yeah, But it's so arbitrary. Like there's no, there's no real definition. Mm -hmm. So why not, why not be welcoming? Like this, this, the whole history of the city has been it's not of course it's not a warm and fuzzy city like there are awful parts of history Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we haven't been the greatest to people that have arrived here but we pride ourselves on welcoming people from all over the country all over the world why why be so exclusionary i agree for goodness sakes the statue of liberty is like planted (laughs) in there in ellis island right am i correct Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, not Ellis Island. It's next to Ellis Island, but it's on, um, it's on its own separate island. Liberty okay. Island. I thought so. I remember going on a tour for this and there was two different islands. I'm like, I'm confused. <laughs> which one's <laughs> Ellis Island? Which one's uh, the statue on? Okay. Okay, cool. So, you know, this is a podcast that, you know, not only is, is looking to inform those that are looking to move here, but, you know, also share knowledge with New Yorkers and so forth. But let's, let's focus on the, what advice would you give to someone who's wanting to make the move to New York city? Have some sort of a plan. Like Mm -hmm. I usually in history, you've had people that were able to just come to New York with just the clothes on their back or just a bag and a few dollars. Unfortunately, I feel like those days are long gone. So you got to have 
some sort of money, some sort of way to make a living. Mm -hmm. I don't, but I don't feel like you have to have all the money in the world to be here. Mm. Like Mm -hmm. there are, there are ways to survive here really cheaply. Like be ready to not have a lot of personal space. (laughs) (laughs) yes yes that'll be a new york apartment oh yeah (laughs) check check and then who knows your apartment being on the subway Mm -hmm, (laughs) just a a way of life but be definitely be ready to to grind a little bit well said yeah grind and also make sure that you spend time enjoying the city it doesn't take a lot of money to have fun here but don't get too caught up in and working and making money because mm. there's so much of the city to enjoy. Like, why why be here if you're not gonna mm-hmm, take mm-hmm. part in some of that? It, how do you enjoy the city, Shiloh? So I just love taking walks around neighborhoods that I haven't been in. Mm-hmm, like, I just mm-hmm. <laughs> love long walks, just watching people's houses, not in like a creepy way, but like admiring <laughs> the, the architecture. Yes. Okay, okay, uh-huh. that's that's my favorite thing to do. That's how I clear my head. Mm, I like that. I like that. That that is, and it's it's an affordable way to kind mm-hmm. of you know explore and see the city too. So uh, well said. Yeah. Thank you for that advice. Now, oh, but wait, wait, I have more. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, please. I couldn't like be me and not tell people to read a history book on the city. <laughs> like you need some context on it. Look at some maps. Just definitely familiarize yourself with the basics of the city's history. Mm Because I think that'll go a long way. Well, like, okay, what are the basics? So, like, founded by the, founded, in air quotes, Mm -hmm. by the Dutch in Mm -hmm. 1624, even though they were here in, like, 1609. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. British kicked out the Dutch in, ooh, blanking on that. So, you're talking the literal history basics. The literal history, yeah. Okay, like, okay. But if you're living in a certain neighborhood, find out why that neighborhood is the way it is, find out some background on it. What I like to do is like look up the names behind the street names, the stories behind the, the mm-hmm. yeah, because you can find out a lot about where you're living and it makes you feel way more connected to it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i've been listening to some of your um behind the names of uh certain areas in in new york city and i'm loving hearing these tidbits so yeah you're, you're a wealth of knowledge with regards to these so now i'm gonna go into a harder question which could be easy for you but it generally throws off people who are not native new yorkers and i like to ask specifically native new yorkers uh, you know what advice would you give to to native New Yorkers, if any. The same thing. Open up a history book about this place. Because mm. I know they don't teach it in schools. <laughs> I, okay. like, I spent my elementary school here and I barely got the basics. I mm. think it was like one day mm-hmm. that we, we mm-hmm. studied New York history. So I know they're not teaching enough about it here. Okay. But just knowing the history behind where you are just enriches your life so much it changes your perspective you're native you gotta you gotta know that like there's no if ands or buts you know mm-hmm. like this is your home all right love that shiloh one last question within this um particular segment and it's um and it might kind of throw you off guard but it's uh you know um if you were to create your own new york quotes uh something that you know is either whatever it is it could be one that's actually out in the universe if you prefer uh what would that be something along the lines of don't let the tourists have all the fun Hmm. like as as much as I as much as I love tourists I I want I want the people who already live in New York to actually go out and explore it yeah like New York hey New Yorkers don't let the tourists have all the fun Gossip Mista here. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. I wanted to hop in here to ask that if you haven't yet, if you could please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen. This will help me reach more people and spread the word about New York City and those who love it. And if you want to stay up to date, be sure to follow at Gossip Mista Podcast on Instagram. Now, back to the show.
All right, Shiloh, it has been amazing learning about your New York City story and experiences. Like there's so much there that you unpacked, but I want to get to learn more about you, you know, you as a person, like what your career background is, like what essentially is your calling in the city? So let's just start there because, you know, let's see. So I've always wanted to be some sort of storyteller in some sort of form. Like when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a writer. Mm -hmm. And then in college, I ended up start studying journalism and history. Okay, okay. And I was actually a local news journalist for a while. No, you did not tell me this. That is yeah, awesome. Okay. I started off in journalism, actually. But with the state of the way journalism is right now, I got kind of freaked out about job security <laughs> and, like, having a, a stable paycheck. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just decided to find something I guess more stable mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. went into office work so I did some office assistant like jobs um administrative assistant jobs right and that's what I've been doing for the past few years and honestly I hated that mm, okay it, no offense to the jobs themselves because there were right. lovely people there mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that type of work is not for me. I've, I've always known being in office is not for me. Mm, okay. Makes so sense. Recently, like within the past six months, I've decided to just say, screw it. I'm going to dive into what I know that I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've been doing, I've been working on Shiloh in the city for the past six months, full time. <laughs> oh my gosh, full time. Oh, full time. Oh, wow, congratulations. <laughs> and, and and we've seen the fruit of your labor, you know, co- come into like a fact, like we're going to dive into that. So, okay. So journalism. So it makes sense why you're so good at producing, creating, storytelling, and just, just, okay, let's dial it back a little, like tell people what Shiloh in the city is, um, yeah. you know, give us a little context to that. So here's my elevator pitch. Uh, (laughs) Shiloh in the City is a resource for New Yorkers and also visitors Mm -hmm. who want to get to know New York beyond their day-to-day experiences Mm -hmm. and beyond the superficial level of uh, most guidebooks. So I use social media and my website and create guides of things that you should experience Mm -hmm. and books you should read about the city and history that you should be aware of. But I try to do this in a curious, humorous, open-minded way of mindset because since even though I'm from here, I'm aware that there's so much that I don't know about New York. So in a way, uh, through Shallow in the City, we're learning more about the city together. Mm, I love it. Okay. Yes. And, and there was something I read within your bio too that like, you know, you just weren't happy with a lot of the, the New York City guidebooks that you were reading, and they were just so generic. So you're kind of going outside that path to kind of bring in other elements of, of history, you know, um, things to do, uh, just just tidbits about New York City that people can like digest briefly, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Because so many guidebooks are Manhattan centric, and they're doing a little bit better now. But when I was first studying to be a, a sightseeing guide so there's an exam for that that you have to wait study. wait that that's a drop there I mean <laughs> when did you do that <laughs> so I did that in the summer of 2018 oh okay. I, I love it yeah I studied for that test and I just tried to read every guidebook I could get my hand on mm-hmm, hands on um and I just noticed over and over, it's so Manhattan-centric. Like, you'll have 100 pages about Manhattan, two pages about Brooklyn, maybe a paragraph about Queens, and then mm-hmm. it's like the other boroughs don't exist. Makes sense. <laughs> and I Makes just sense. hated that because there's way more to the city than Manhattan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, what is the rest, of ran- the rest of the land around us is just empty? Right, right. Of course. Of course. I love that. Okay, so did, did you become an official tour guide or did you? Yeah, yeah. I've actually had my license since 2018. That's amazing. I have never actually used it. <laughs> well, I think you're on your path to it, Shiloh. So that's amazing. I mean, and it just solidifies again, your, the work you're doing and your expertise within it. So that, that's pretty awesome. Okay. So we've established journalism degree history knows about New York is a New York certified tour guide. Um, <laughs> fabulous. Okay. So then, um, tell us about, you know, um, 
what, what are some of the most unique and standout facts you learned about New York City through this process of kind of digesting all this information? Ooh, there's so much. I know. But what comes to mind right now, <laughs> and I can't believe this is coming to mind, <sighs> is something I did a uh, video on recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That> there... <laughs> Tell me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crack up if it's what it is. <laughs> Go ahead. There are two million rats. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So, there are two million rats and one billion roaches. Oh, girl, I did not need to know that. Okay, so I, I that's where my mind took me immediately. <laughs> but um, something not disgusting uh, fact about New York. So you know the whole alligators in the city legend. I mean, alligators in the sewer legend. No, I, I hadn't heard it. So please elaborate. So there's this longstanding legend that there are supposedly alligators living in the sewer. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there's, and it sounds fake, but there's actually some truth to it. Back in, back in the 1930s in East Harlem, mm-hmm. it was a February day and these kids were shoveling and they were putting snow into the manhole and they saw, you know, two bright eyes peeking out at them. And it was an alligator, honest to God alligator. So they got a rope, uh, took the alligator out of the sewer, and it snapped at them. So they got scared and they kind of beat it to death. Oh, okay. But there was an actual alligator in the sewer, and there there have been several since then. There's not a colony of alligators, which is what people like to tell um, mm-hmm. children. Like, there's a colony of alligators that are gonna snap at you and take you if you don't behave yeah but they did use to advertise um pet alligators in the newspaper interesting people yeah they would ship alligators across the country like from florida to new york in the mail (laughs) oh my gosh and of course these alligators would grow from being babies and then it'd get too big and people would freak out and Mm. they'd put them in the sewers or release them in parks and People still do that to this day. They'll get baby alligators from Florida, maybe not in the mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. Right, but like right, they'll, right. they'll sneak it in their cars. Oh wow! And mm-hmm. they'll and release them somewhere. Release them mm, every okay. every once in a while in the news. You'll see like a, a report about an alligator, and that's probably why. And that's where that legend came from. Okay. Okay. I love. I mean, no, I don't know if I love that. I mean, so you're saying there's <laughs> alligators in our sewers right now? There could be if someone has released one. Lately, there, there could be. Yeah. But the last report was from 2015, I think. Someone found an alligator in Queens. Okay, so alligators, mm-hmm. rats, cockroaches were not in a good, <laughs> you know, uh, area here for individuals. They're like, what? I don't know. I'm so go. sorry. No, no, I'm <laughs> that's, that's where my brain went. I'm joking. Um, you've given like, those are some good like facts and you've given so many others like I think one that like recently caught my attention was the whole uh are the New York mayors cursed oh yeah I was like oh interesting like you gave some good facts but and also I was really drawn to the Audrey uh Munson story um yeah that's so sad uh, yeah like she was like the first technical model in the U.S. is that what it was technically the first supermodel because she was she was everywhere. She didn't just have statues in New York, but she had statues um, on the West Coast as well. Different areas of the country. Mm-hmm, you can find mm-hmm. statues of her, but there's especially a concentration here. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she was discovered here, too. So, yes, she's from I, I Googled this. She was from Rochester, New York, prior to uh, to uh, kind of hopping on our conversation. And, and, you know, it's just crazy that someone born in the 1800s lived to age 104 yeah. in the sanitarium is that how you say it like of all yeah. places you know yeah it's such a such a sad life because they put her away at age 40 it was on her 40th birthday that her mom put her in an institution and she just spent the rest of her life there I mean 64 years in there like it's, it's crazy okay so see guys a lot of great information that you wouldn't like really just know and absorb as quickly as possible so I okay I love that you share that okay so tell me you know we're gonna like get more specific here now Shiloh like I I, mm-hmm. I know you know you noted you hate that everything's Manhattan centric so mm-hmm. um you know we will talk about Manhattan but I want to know you know what some top Brooklyn spots are for you like your your top one or two Brooklyn spots all right um 
let's see, that's, so there's Victorian Flatbush. That's, um, some people call the area Ditmas Park, but it's still part of the wider Flatbush neighborhood. But Victorian Flatbush is a collection of beautiful Victorian houses. Um, in Flatbush, it kind of feels like it's a suburb, but the houses are huge and colorful and I love walking around there. Mm, okay. And definitely recommend people do that. But if you're, if you also like nice houses um, in Brooklyn, you should go to Manhattan Beach, which is Manhattan near, Beach. Where's that? At? Yeah, that is near Sheepshead Bay. Okay. Um, so, you know, that little, if you look at the map of Brooklyn, that little foot that kind of kicks out at the, um, the bottom of it yeah, yeah, all yeah. the way to the south. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Manhattan Beach is at the end of that foot leading into the um, Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. And there are beautiful, huge houses there. Some of them are hideous, okay. but, <laughs> but they're all huge. They're all gaudy. They're worth millions of dollars. Gaudy. Interesting. I, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I love walking around there and judging people's houses that I oh clearly can afford. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you're you like checking off a list here of like, interesting and fun things to do okay so anything else with regards to Brooklyn I'm sure you can list off yeah um I'm telling you a secret Uh oh <laughs> one of my secret places is the um, Marine Park Salt Marsh Trail which is a nature walk within Marine Park mm-hmm. so it's on the opposite side of the street of the main park but if you take the um there's a natural trail that you can follow that mm-hmm. leads further south, um, leads to a body of water. And it's just a beautiful walk. You see all types of birds. There's like abandoned cars within it because it used to be a dump, but it's so pretty and peaceful. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is one of my favorite places. Oh my gosh. You're giving some good tips here. Some different unique tips, you know, that people don't like know about or think about or like yeah, I love it. So Victorian Flatbush, Manhattan Beach, the homes and, and the architecture between both of them and the Marine Park Nature Salt Trail, which is that what it's called? No, uh, Marine Park Salt Marsh Trail. Okay, beautiful. Okay, so that's Brooklyn. You know, we can mm-hmm. keep continuing on a list there, but we're, we're due to time. Let's move on to Manhattan. Tell us about one or two of your top Manhattan, um, you know, things so to do. Hard. Like Manhattan is, there's so much to do. <laughs> Uh, but I would say definitely the Museum of the City of New York. That's worth a visit. They have really cool exhibits about the history of New York, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just so much to learn from there. It's one of mm. the coolest museums. It's one of those museums where it's interactive and they display things in a really cool way. It's mm-hmm. not, oh, I'm trying to read off of this tiny sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a really fun museum. Noted. And then Manhattan is just, one of those boroughs where I feel like you can just pick a neighborhood and walk around and you'll always find something interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So just like cover your eyes, point to a map and <laughs> go walk around. There you go. That's a good one. And then you'll find something in Manhattan. You'll find something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. So there's two things. Okay. Tell us, and we're like venturing off, you know, into all boroughs here. So tell us about Queens. Have you explored Queens a lot? Like what are one or two of your top things to do there? So I will admit that I need to do way more exploring in Queens, mm, mm-hmm. but it's such a pain in the butt. To, it's such a pain in the butt to get to most parts of it. So that's why I've been avoiding it. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend going to Flushing Meadows Park, which I know everyone says that, but it, it's really worth it, especially the Queens Museum. It's free and it has the panorama of New York City. Like a view from there? Oh, no, it's this how do you describe it it's kind of it's a display that has the whole city miniaturized okay okay so Makes sense. all these little buildings yes. are all displayed in this dark room mm-hmm, so cool mm-hmm. okay yeah i'm picturing beetlejuice you know how he has the whole little <laughs> the little town <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of like that <laughs> yes. yeah so okay got it um uh-huh. what else in queens so this isn't too specific but i would just say eat your way around flushing there's mm. so many good restaurants, so much good food in Flushing that just bring, I don't know, budget like maybe 50, maybe $100 and just just eat all the food you can find. Love it. Food's always on my to-do list. So, okay. Um, let's move on to the Bronx. Familiar with the Bronx? Right. 
I could become, I'm getting more familiar with it. I'm actually going to be hopefully moving to the Bronx within the next few months. So I will be coming, becoming more familiar with it. Okay. I love that. You're exploring your, your, your boroughs. Yeah. That's kind of one of my dreams to live in each borough. All right. I want to ask you that for the next borough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Bronx, what what are one, one or two of your top recommendations there? So I definitely recommend going to Wave Hill which is a beautiful garden that has a great view of the Palisades Mm. and then getting a pastrami sandwich at uh, Liebman's Deli. And that's on West 235th street. Liebman's Deli. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's L I no L E I B M A N. Perfect. Okay. But also check out this store called Bronx native because it's a store that it's kind of like the essence of the Bronx Mm -hmm. all in, one compact store so it has Bronx merchandise Bronx artists Bronx books like everything that you want to see about the Bronx (laughs) Bronx native is a staple I've heard of the Mm -hmm. brand okay cool I'm I'm looking forward to the Bronx (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh, anything else before we move on to the next borough with regards to the Bronx I think that's all I have for for now okay (laughs) I'm, I'm still exploring let's move on to you just said one of your dreams is to live in every borough so you still have queens to live in and mm-hmm. next is staten island um you know you want to live in staten island so you're telling me <laughs> i want to try though the more i i go to staten island it's i see how car dependent it is mm. it's not very walkable so i don't think I would last very long okay 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 so let's talk about Staten Island have you been in it enough and like what would you recommend to do there not as much as I would like to to Mm -hmm. go I'm still visiting a lot more there's Mm -hmm. a lot of my a lot of my bucket list for Staten Island but there's this is one thing I would like to do but I've heard that it's really good Mm -hmm. is to get Sri Lankan food Mm. um there's this place called Lak Ruwana and it's supposed to be one of the best Sri Lankan spots in Staten Island because they have a sizable Sri Lankan community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'd love to do that. That sounds good. Uh, one thing that I have actually done in Staten Island is visit the Chinese Scholar Garden at Snug Harbor. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. beautiful. Is one it? One of the most beautiful places in the city. Ooh. Like I've, the time I visited there was early spring um, mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. I almost cried because oh. it was that beautiful. Oh, wow. Aw, that's awesome. Okay. So yeah, so I want everyone to see it. So you're getting a lot of blooms and beauty and, you know, just, wow. Okay, so Chinese Scholar Garden in Staten mm-hmm. Island. And you said uh, um, La Curana. La Curana. La Curana. Wow. All right. There we have it. Like, so you've officially given us like guides to, you know, five, the five boroughs of, of New York City. I love that. OK, so there's there's a lot of affordable things to do, a lot of food, a lot of adventures, a lot of things. That is wonderful. Um, I'm going to wheel it back into like Staten Island just because, you know, we there's so much like, you know, Staten Island is a stepchild of like the boroughs. Like people don't even include Staten Island. I mean, and like you said, Staten Island is very dependent on a, a driving culture. I, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I've I've been to Staten Island to like the tippy tip of Staten Island. Like I went on the, <laughs> you know, the ferry. I showed up to that outlet area they have. I tried, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to walk beyond it, and it wasn't like, and it wasn't like you said. Like uh, I was actually like a little nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so yeah. t- tell us like, you know, why you think Staten Island is, uh, got, has the rep that it has with uh, New Yorkers. To be honest, like this is, this is a thing, part of history. Mm-hmm. Like back in 93, mm-hmm. they actually voted to leave New York City. Right. Like okay. a 60% vote. They, they wanted out. They felt like they weren't getting enough services. They felt like the stepchild. Mm-hmm. They, there was the big um, trash dump there and they hated that. So they thought, if we're on our own, at least we'll treat ourselves better. <laughs> <laughs> right. No one can like talk anymore. Yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. And most of the people in Staten Island voted to, to leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. once that got to Albany, it kind of got swept under the rug because New York City was like, no, we can't leave. <laughs> right, 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 Okay. But there's always been kind of a resentment mm-hmm. <laughs> because they have kind of been forgotten 
Do, do you ever meet a lot of Staten Islanders, Staten Islanders in New York City? I mean, in the city, like Manhattan, Brooklyn, do you ever like? Not that I know of. I don't know too many Staten Islanders. Yeah. And I, I'm sure they're lovely, mm-hmm. but they they are different. <laughs> mm, mm, okay. I, 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 I remember there was, I was watching American Idol once and there was one of the singers was from Staten Island. I really liked her. I don't remember what her name was, but. Shout out to her, whoever she is. Um, She, you know, put Staten Island in the map on the map for me. Um, (laughs) So perfect. Thank you. Thank you for kind of kind of giving us that, you know, history there. Okay. So, ultimate goal for Shiloh in the city. Like, what's your like hope? And you know, you've been working on it for six months. And like, let's just know, like, you you've had some some growth, right? Like, you you've been doing your TikToks, you've been doing your Instagram consistently. There's like a lot of views, a lot of turnaround. Like, tell us how how that's kind of evolved for you. Yeah, this has actually been three years in the making. I mm-hmm. started Shiloh in the city back in September of 2019. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. About and the same time the podcast came. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was, that's one of the um, first articles that I wrote. Yes. But I started it because I hated my job so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed mm-hmm. to have some sort of outlet to make me happy. Mm-hmm. So the way I started Shiloh in the city is kind of selfish because <laughs> I just wanted some like little ray of happiness that like motivated me to go outside and try new things and not just get stuck in the routine of going to work and then coming home and Mm -hmm. scrolling on my phone so that's what I've been doing off and on for the past three years Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but every time I stop doing it and stop being consistent I realized that something was missing in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just had to keep going back to it. Cause not only did it make me, it made me happy, but I also got feedback from people saying, mm-hmm. Hey, I didn't notice. Hey, this is really cool. Right. So I, like I said earlier, I, I decided to do it full time. Yeah. <laughs> Poured your heart into it for, yeah. for the last and six I've, months. And, and you've like doubled, tripled in size growth wise. You, you yeah. have thousands of views, downloads, likes, and you're like sharing the knowledge with a lot of people. So congratulations. Thank you. It's, it's wild that when I finally decide to be all in with this, that's when the real growth started happening, which I, I don't recommend people just like giving up their jobs and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just pursuing their passion project without like having any funds behind them. I, luckily I have a decent savings. Mm-hmm. So I've mm-hmm. been living off of that until I can monetize mm-hmm. it. But I know I took the irresponsible route. <laughs> hey girl, you're doing what most people wish they could do. And again, uh, kudos, it's paying off. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, you will be where you want to be in, in a matter of no time. So amazing, yeah. amazing. I, I've been following your journey, you know, forever. So I'm so happy to see this. And, and, you know, I know you've been part of my journey as well with the podcast. And like I said, an inspiration to kind of keep me going because like, you know, I haven't always been consistent and, uh, you know, I haven't fully vested like you have in it but I love talking to people like you I love learning people's stories and this is again why I'm doing it so yeah and you're, you're so good at it I I get so hyped whenever I see a new podcast from you oh Shiloh you're just blowing smoke <laughs> I mean no, no. <laughs> thank you thank you and the fact that like you know native New Yorker appreciates the the content that's coming out and you wrote an article like you said when we you know when you first started when I first started saying, you know, like a couple New York podcasts to listen to, and mine was one of them. And I was just blown away that, you know, you could have even cared to listen to my podcast, think it was relevant and good as a New Yorker. So thank you. I I love that you're doing this. I love that you're talking to people and sharing their stories and getting to know what it's like to live here and Mm -hmm. getting all these perspectives. I think I think that's so important. So Thank you for existing. <laughs> thank you, Shiloh. Thank you. We're just going to keep thanking each other all night, <laughs> but let's move on because we're short on time here. Okay. So amazingness with Shiloh in the city. You can expect that, you know, so um, before I tell people where they can find you, tell me, is there anything I may have missed with regards to your New York story, Shiloh in the city, you know, facts uh, about New York city that you kind of like to plug in or, or say? No, I think we got a lot of it. Definitely, definitely. There's a lot of great stuff. Okay, so tell us where we can connect with you, Shiloh. Primarily, you can 
connect with me on my blog at shilohindecity.com. Mm-hmm. But I'm also super active on Instagram and, and TikTok. So that's at Shiloh in the city. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I think that's about it. Website and social media. Amazing. Shiloh, mm-hmm. S-H-I-L-O-H. Yep. That's Her- right. Perfect. All right, guys, you know where to find Shiloh. But Shiloh, before we go, you know, mm-hmm. I have the New York Minute speed round, which generally isn't a speed round, but it takes <laughs> a lot longer than a minute. And uh, I kind of just want to, um, you know, sound off on questions that, that, that like, say the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you okay to play this? Yeah, I'm so hyped for this. Okay, cool. And we're literally like short on time. And so let's <laughs> do this as efficient mm-hmm. as we can. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Uptown or downtown? Uptown. East or west side? West side. Favorite New York borough? Brooklyn. Okay, there we go. <laughs> A favorite New York neighborhood? Ooh, Flatbush. Have to say Flatbush. Okay, okay. It's not Flatlands though. No, not Flatlands, Flatbush. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> that, um, that's the lively one. And I know the answer to this one, but let, let me ask you. Subway, bus, walking, bike, what's your mode of transportation? Oh, toss up between subway and walking. Okay, good. Walking. Walking? walking? Okay, okay. <laughs> But Subway is good too. Very efficient. Okay. Favorite New York City food? <laughs> uh, pizza. I, I know it's very generic, but love pizza. I love cheese. <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, okay. You, you down with the dollar slice, any slice, whatever, like not picky? I I love the dollar slice. Um, <laughs> I get a lot of hate online for that, but yeah, I love the dollar slice. Okay. okay. Yes, there is better pizza, but the dollar slice never fails me. It's pizza. Hey. I'm good with that too. Okay. Uh, favorite New York restaurant. Is there anything that comes to mind? The first thing that comes to mind is this place called Roti's R Us. It's mm-hmm. in East Flatbush. Um, it's near where I grew up. Mm. The best rotis ever. Okay. And they're humongous. <laughs> okay. I don't know what rotis, what did you say is? Like, I don't, I've never. Oh, so roti is a type of Caribbean food. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's a flat it's like meat and potatoes and uh like a stew that's wrapped in a flatbread that's made of like flour and chickpeas it's so good okay favorite season in new york city fall that has to be fall (laughs) favorite new york tourist destination that's hard coming to mind the central park okay favorite non-tourist destination you know i know you've given us a couple spots that are your spots but is there anything else that like you like to do that people may not know of Inwood Hill Park. It's the park that's directly across the street from me. Oh, it's across the street. I, okay. Yeah, I love it so much. It's it's actually one of the last spots of like natural forest in Manhattan. Mm. And it's so wild, so beautiful. You can see the Hudson River from it. You can see um the stream that's connecting Manhattan and the Bronx. So pretty. Favorite holiday in the city? Christmas. I know. I know it's so generic, but Christmas is really beautiful here. It's a feel. No, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Um, favorite New York um, movie? Goodfellas. <laughs> oh, hey, that came to you quickly. I love it. Okay. Uh, favorite New York TV show? Gossip Girl. Really, love Shiloh? It. Really? I, yeah, really. Okay. I keep rewatching it. <laughs> uh, I've seen it like, I don't even, I'm not even going to say it because then people are going to say like, oh my God, how, like what do you do? Perfect. Uh, favorite New York City song or singer? Billy Joel, I love his music. Favorite book about New York City? I know you have a ton of books. Um. Ooh, uh, what comes to mind is this book called Victory City by John Strasberg. So it chronicles what New York went through during World War II, mm-hmm. and it's so well written. Mm. It it covers all the characters in New York and like Mayor LaGuardia, and um, it connects what's happening, what happened in New York and during that time with what was happening federally and nationally. Mm-hmm. Such an amazing book. Give me one misconception about New York City. Uh, that the people are mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I think people have said this before that we're not nice, but we're kind. I definitely agree with that. Okay. Like we're, we're not we're not outwardly friendly, but people in New York are some of the kindest, big-hearted people I've ever met. I love it. I love it. Okay, one fact about New York. Ah, so one fact is that the largest park in New York City is actually in the Bronx, mm. and it's Pelham Bay Park. Okay, which is like over a thousand acres. It's, wow, it's pretty huge. It's like three times the size of Central Park. That's amazing. You are giving us some new like 
things here in this whole conversation. I love it. Okay. So on, um, well, I'm not even going to ask. I have this on a scale of one through 10. How good of a driver are you? <laughs> Negative four. <laughs> oh, I've never heard that one. Okay. That's hilarious. Shiloh. Okay. I should not be allowed behind the wheel. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um, one word to describe New York City. Ambitious. Mm. I think it's. I think it's a very ambitious city. Not only the people in it, but the city itself mm -hmm. is super ambitious. Hundred percent agreed. Mm -hmm. Number one tip on how to live your best life in New York City. I would say try to do something every week. Like try to have your own adventure in the city every week, whatever that means to you. Whether it's going out to a new park or going to a museum or trying a new restaurant. Mm -hmm. At least once a week, try to get out there and. Don't stay in your apartment all the time. Don't get too wrapped up in your routine. Mm, that is like the best and perfect way to end it again, because, you know, I, I don't think many of us appreciate what is in front of us when we have it, you know, and mm -hmm. and like when you don't have it anymore, you're just like, wait, why, why, why wasn't I out there? Why didn't I do this? Why don't I explore? Like, I mean, just explore and love the city. So yeah, <laughs> ah, I'm like goosebumps speaking with you, you know, and having you like kind of give us all that guidance as to how to navigate the boroughs, the cities, Shiloh in the city <laughs> that kind of just <laughs> rhymed there um, thanks for tuning in to Gossip Nista your support means the world if you've enjoyed what you've heard please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends can't wait till next week's episode follow along on Instagram at Gossip Nista to get my latest New York happenings but if you live and breathe New York City like I do and want even more go to our website at GossipNista.com explore and subscribe to our newsletter to get insider tips first. Lastly, if you have any questions and or scoop on the city, you can email me at gossipnista at gmail.com. Until next time, you know you love me. XOXO, Gossipnista.